Hey, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, um, that like was I'm total here. bullshit uh, getting that copyright strike from We the Pussies Jerk Off Wars. Can you believe that shit? <clears throat> yeah, they, uh, they like right believing that they're smart. What's that? I said they like believing they're smart. Yeah, they have a high opinion of themselves. I got to tell you, though, Salty Rant won't lay down. Whether the Salty Rant channel stays on YouTube or not, I still have my podcast. They don't control my podcast. And the podcast can be uploaded everywhere. Yeah, well, what we'll do is I, uh, I got a couple of apps and shit. We could just do multicasting where whenever you roll into something like this, we can set it up to where it will stream out on Twitch, fucking YouTube, everything all at once. So we have to do that. They we got to get into the whole podcasting thing. This is where I've been wanting to take the salty rant for the longest time, but I've never had the opportunity until now. Yeah, I think it would be a great platform, and I think a lot of people would be enthused to hear what we're talking about. Well, you know, a lot of people, I think. You know, back in the day, whenever uh, the fucking idiot Black Label was on, I think a lot of people like that because, you know, you always hear people always say, you know, they like it because they could do shit around the house, blah, blah, blah. They could just listen and still get shit done. And I know I, for myself, even though I had personal issues with some things Black Label did and stuff, I too was in that same gamut. I like fucking just listening so I could get shit, be listening doing shit around the house, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of miss that kind of uh, deal. You know, I mean, you know, you got idiots out there like fucking 10th man and shit, but they're just that idiots. And, well, uh, man, is know. a boot. He talks all nasty about cops, but then he's face to face with a cop. He's basically on his knees, pulling the cop zipper down with his teeth and slurp, 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 gobble, gobble, gobble. Oh my god, dude. I thought that fucking guy was just going to do face shot, money shots right there for that dude. I mean, on the street, it was bad. And then he brags to everybody like, this is his masterpiece work. He sits there and he licks the fucking boots of the cop. And then what does he do with the fucking 90-year-old lady that's getting taken out on the ambulance? Talk mad shit to her fucking caretaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Acts like he's the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. You know what I think is funny about 10th Man? I call him 10th pussy because he's just a pussy. Yeah. No matter how hard he tries, he's never going to be a goddamn American. Never. No. Well, you never know. Maybe he he just might be. He very well could be an insurgent. And uh, I asked him the other day in his stream, how long have you been working for the agency? He glossed right over it. Didn't even comment. Yeah, he doesn't like to. Well, you know, and that's whenever he doesn't look at stuff like that. A lot of the shit I've noticed I've been watching him and listening to him for a while. Whenever something strikes home like that, he doesn't. He doesn't uh, address it at all. And you know, and like I, and like I said, it'd be very easy for this guy to have been born or raised there, and now is a citizen here, and that's why he's always trying to, you know. And, and I think he does that so people don't try and uh, dox him. You know, makes them believe that he's in Canada. Because think about it, dude. Anywhere you've lived in the country at one point or another, if you really wanted to, you can make people believe you still live there. 
you know the fucking streets, you know the happenings, you know the bowling alleys or whatever, you know what I mean? It's it'd be really easy to make people believe me and live in another place. Well, and I think here's one thing I want to say. We covered defend on my live stream earlier. Uh, and we know he's going to jail. It's it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when when it's caught up. Will he actually euthanize his dog? It's almost like um, a, a hostage situation. Like he's got the dog and he's holding it hostage. And he's saying he will kill his dog. He will take his dog out before he gets arrested and put in jail. What kind of lunacy is that? Well, I think I think whenever you hear a guy say like something like that, that's no more than a deck of cards to a con man in prison. He'll just get another deck of cards later. And and Emma is just part of his scheme. And that's why he'll just get another dog later. And I don't think, I mean, he says that. But I think by him merely saying that and knowing what an animal lover Brant is and everybody else like myself, I, I don't think there's a snowball chance in hell. I think I think that dog would get a court order stay before and taken away from him before he ever gets a chance to euthanize her. And if he does, I think he'll go up on charges for it. Yeah. I mean, just quite honestly. Animals. Look what happened to Colton Wood. He had a fake service dog and he was beating the fuck out of it outside of a Walmart. And an older black lady saw him, called the police and had him fucking arrested. He's oh, really? for that shit. I wasn't aware of that one. I, I mean, I remember hearing something about it, but I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know that that was the case. He's blaming me and others for getting him busted, but he did it to himself. No shit. When did this take place? Oh, several years ago. Probably 2017, 2016. Oh, no shit. For the next 10 years. So when the cops come up and field interview him, he has to give him his ID. He has to identify. 10 years? For beating the shit out of his dog? Oh, man. No animals of any kind. We see videos of him trying to feed rabid raccoons and squirrels and everything else in the park. The guy's got to screw this, obviously. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm a big-time animal lover, too, and I've fucking smacked my dog fucking on the nose once or twice. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, fucking, you start beating on an animal, especially today, you know, you got so many fucking snowflakes out here dude that you, you can't even do shit like that you know what you I mean can't, you can't even discipline your kids with all these fucking snowflakes <laughs> right and I'm in snowflake I'm in snowflake capita of the world I'm in the people's republic of suck my dick California snowflake central <laughs> you ought to leave out of there man uh, I'm trying I'm trying but you know what? I gave my mother-in-law my word that because she's allowed me to live here, and yes, I don't pay rent, but I pay other bills. I help with food. I help with utilities. I help with stuff around the house. I made a promise to her that if anything ever happens, if she gets sick, I'm going to be her caretaker. I will not allow her to be put into a home. And because I gave my word, my word is my bond. That's all I have. Yeah. Well, you know, dude, um, whenever you hear people, I hear people flip you shit about this. Um, I don't think people really understand the cost of living and they don't they don't get that in California. You can have a 1200, 1500 square foot house at a half a million, two million dollars. And and the way the mortgages, they do interest only mortgages and shit back there because 
most common folk, even with good, good jobs, couldn't afford a stroke on a half a million dollar home or a two million dollar home, right? And and a lot of this shit in California is so inflated that whenever you start talking a million dollar home, people think, oh man, this must be the Ritz, and it's fucking not. No, you know, no. it's just a, sta- a standard fucking house. The home I live in is about. 2,000 square feet. It's five bedroom, three bathroom. Okay, full bathrooms. And uh-huh. it has a backyard, not a big backyard. It has a small front yard. And it has about a, a, a three and a half car garage. But we could park six vehicles bumper to bumper on the driveway. Okay, and we often do around the holidays. But the problem with it is everyone thinks that, you know, we're loaded because we live in California. But we're not. No, no. Yeah, they don't. they don't get it. And, you know... It's like back in the early 90s, um, I was doing a lot of stuff with HUD Homes as a business. And uh, on a lot of these foreclosures, I would go in there. You know, that was shortly after, you know, the the early crash. I mean, it was way before 2008. So 1992, 1991 time frame. So we were coming out of that earlier crash. And, dude, there was houses that I would go into. And that literally every single wall in a bedroom would have four to six and they would build like bunk beds like uh like old school ship style where it wasn't like a big frame it was just attached to a wall and it was a sticking out rack maybe had like two feet of space just for the person to slide into and there would be anywhere from four to six racks on every single wall and then in some of the places that would have little out sheds and garden sheds and shit, you would see bunk beds and shit like that in there. And and that's how, you know, I mean, I, I hate to say it sound like this, but a lot of the immigrant families that used to come in and the houses that we used to work in, you know, their house is getting repoed, but that's how everybody was driving an Escalade or, you know, a Mercedes or shit like that because you had literally 14, 20 people in some of these houses. I know. No, and, you're right. And, and because they see the value of combining that income, you know what I mean? And you think about it, you know, you get a pair of, you get two people, they go out a standard mortgage anywhere from 1800 to $2,900 a month. Well, you, you know, do the math, how much they're saving by stuffing 20 people inside of a house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, and it's a lot. Working for the cartel smuggling drugs and, and human trafficking and all the other shit. Yeah. Anyway, look, uh, this was a, just a preliminary. I'm probably going to post this when we're done and cut it up with the segments and add music and do all that. Um, you know, I got to get ready to go to work, but uh, I definitely think this is uh, the future for the Salty Rant. You know, I think it'll be a good avenue. Um, I'll do I'll do a little research into the multicasting because I used to do it uh, whenever I had my own podcast thing going on. I'd like to get um, AVC on here so we can all, you know, do like a roundtable discussion and bring up many different topics. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got some pretty broad, I mean, really good knowledge base on a lot of things a lot of people don't talk about. And and that's what I do like about AVC. I know he got a lot of bad rap. Topics people are afraid to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and then they used, they used him being a friend of, of uh, freaking uh, what was his name? That crazy son of a bitch, Rex Fredrickson. But where am I? Yeah, Fred. Yeah, um, they kind of used him to kind of, 
you know, try and chop his knees out from underneath them. And it and it definitely did. It took a lot of wind out of the sails and they made him sound like he was some sort of fucking pedo himself. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the case. Yeah, but that's Mary Jane Rotten Crotches and all the Discord bag of dicks and the Kool-Aid drinkers. The very same who I believe are we the people term wars and they're trying to remove the salty rant because they're scared. The salty rant is picking up steam and gaining power. Yeah. Well, keep rolling, brother. I mean, I know you and I don't agree on a lot of things, but there are a lot of things that we do agree on. So, I mean, and it's just, you know, people got to be men enough or lady enough or whatever it is you are these days to sit down and have a round round table about it because, you know, it's just like, like I was always saying is a lot of these people, they, that like we the people tyrant wars and and a lot of these people that you're fighting with they supposedly started out to be like you know in their own little segment they were going to expose all the bad people and the frauditors and all this other shit and they literally have become the biggest most fucked up gang of trolls on the internet there is and they fuck with everybody non-stop and it's just like when is people going to have enough of these people they're, they're not doing any good for anybody you know what I mean? I agree with you, but uh, time is getting short, and I'm All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my outro. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the jury. I mean, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> everyone that uh, positively impacts the salty rent, my friends, my family, the salty swimmers in the salty army, and everyone who's joined the ranks of the salty rent. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health. Till death do us part. I'm always going to be your salty rant. Have a good night, everybody, and enjoy the recording. War Pig, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for coming, brother. Peace. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, um, that was total bullshit uh, getting that copyright strike from We the Pussies Jerk Off Wars. Can you believe that shit? <clears throat> yeah, they uh, they like right believing that they're smart. What's that? I said they like believing they're smart. Yeah, they have a high opinion of themselves. I got to tell you, though, Salty Rant won't lay down. Whether the Salty Rant channel stays on YouTube or not, I still have my podcast. They don't control my podcast. And... The podcast can be uploaded everywhere. Yeah, well, what we'll do is I uh, I got a couple of apps and shit. We could just do multicasting where whenever you roll into something like this, we can set it up to where it will stream out on uh, Twitch, fucking YouTube, everything all at once. So We have to do that. We got to get into the whole podcasting thing. This is where I've been wanting to take the salty rant for the longest time but i've never had the opportunity until now yeah i think it would be a great platform and i think a lot of people would be enthused to hear what we're talking about well you know a lot of people i think you know back in the day whenever uh the fucking idiot black label was on i think a lot of people like that because you know, you always hear people always say, you know, they like it because they could do shit around the house, blah, blah, blah. They could just listen and still get shit done. And I know I, for myself, even though I had personal issues with some things Black Label did and stuff, 
I too was in that same gamut. I like fucking just listening so I could get shit, be listening, doing shit around the house, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of missed that kind of uh, deal, you know. I mean, you know, you got idiots out there like fucking 10th man and shit, but they're just that idiots. And, well, uh, man, is know. a boot. He talks all nasty about cops, but then he's face to face with a cop. He's basically on his knees pulling the cop's zipper down with his teeth and slurp, 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 gobble, gobble, gobble. Oh my God, dude. I thought that fucking guy was just going to do face shot, money shots right there for that dude. I mean, on the street, it was bad. And then he brags to everybody like, this is his masterpiece work. He sits there and he licks the fucking boots of the cop. And then what does he do with the fucking 90 year old lady that's getting taken out on the ambulance? Talk mad shit to her fucking caretaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Acts like he's the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. You know what I think is funny about 10th man? I call him 10th pussy because he's just a pussy. Yeah. No matter how hard he tries, he's never going to be a goddamn American. Never. No. Well, you never know. Maybe he he just might be. He very well could be an insurgent. And uh, I asked him the other day in his stream, how long have you been working for the agency? He glossed right over it. Didn't even comment. Yeah, he doesn't like to... Well, you know, and that's... Whenever he doesn't look at stuff like that, a lot of the shit I've noticed... And I've been watching him and listening to him for a while. Whenever something strikes home like that, he doesn't. He doesn't uh, address it at all. And, you know, and like I... And like I said, it'd be very easy for this guy to have been born or raised there and now is a citizen here and that's why he's always trying to you know and and I think he does that so people don't try and uh, dox him you know makes him believe that he's in Canada because think about it dude anywhere you've lived in the country at one point or another if you really wanted to you can make people believe you still live there you know the fucking streets you know the happenings you know the bowling alleys or whatever you know what I mean it's it'd be really easy to make people believe you and live in another place well, and I think here's one thing I want to say. We covered Defend on my live stream earlier. Uh, and we know he's going to jail. It's, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. When. It's caught up. Will he actually euthanize his dog? It's almost like um, a, a hostage situation. Like he's got the dog and he's holding it hostage. And he's saying he will kill his dog. He will take his dog out before he gets arrested and put in jail. What kind of lunacy is that? Well, I think... I think whenever you hear a guy say like something like that, that's no more than a deck of cards to a con man in prison. He'll just get another deck of cards later. And and Emma is just part of his scheme. And that's why he'll just get another dog later. And I don't think, I mean, he says that, but I think by him merely saying that and knowing what an animal lover Brant is and everybody else like myself, I, I don't think there's a snowball chance in hell. I think I think that dog would get a court order stay before and taken away from him before he ever gets a chance to euthanize her. And if he does, I think he'll go up on charges for it. Yeah. I mean, just quite honestly. Animals. Look what happened to Colton Wood. He had a fake service dog and he was beating the fuck out of it outside of a Walmart. And an older black lady saw him, called the police and had him fucking arrested. He's oh, really? for that shit. I wasn't aware of that one. I, I mean, I remember hearing something about it, but I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know that that was the case. He's blaming me and others for getting him busted, but he did it to himself. No shit. When did this take place? 
oh, several years ago, probably 2017, 2016. Oh, no shit. Super for the next 10 years. So when the cops come up and field interview him, he has to give him his ID. He has to identify. 10 years for beating the shit Ten out of his dog? Oh, man. No animals of any kind. We see videos of him trying to feed rabid raccoons and squirrels and everything else in the park. The guy's got to screw this, obviously. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you, I mean, I'm a big time animal lover too, and I've fucking smacked my dog fucking on the nose once or twice. But I mean, I'll tell you what, fucking, you start beating on an animal, and especially today, you know, you got so many fucking snowflakes out here, dude, that you you can't even do shit like that. You know what you I mean? Can't, you can't even discipline your kids with all these fucking snowflakes, <laughs> right? And I'm in snowflake. I'm in snowflake capita of the world. I'm in the People's Republic of Suck My Dick, California. Snowflake Central. <laughs> you ought to leave out of there, man. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. But you know what? I gave my mother-in-law my word that because she's allowed me to live here. And yes, I don't pay rent, but I pay other bills. I help with food. I help with utilities. I help with stuff around the house. I made a promise to her that if anything ever happens, if she gets sick, I'm going to be her caretaker. I will not allow her to be put into a home. And because I gave my word, my word is my bond. That's all I have. Yeah. Well, you know, dude, um, whenever you hear people, I hear people flip you shit about this. Um, I don't think people really understand the cost of living and they don't. They don't get that in California, you can have a 1,200, 1,500 square foot house at a half a million, $2 million. And and the way the mortgages, they do interest only mortgages and shit back there because most common folk, even with good, good jobs, couldn't afford a stroke on a half a million dollar home or a $2 million home, right? And, and a lot of this shit in California is so inflated that whenever you start talking a million dollar home people think oh man this must be the Ritz and it's fucking not no you know no. it's just a, sta- a standard fucking house uh, the home I live in is about 2,000 square feet it's five bedroom three bathroom okay full bathrooms and uh-huh. it has a backyard not a big backyard it has a small front yard and it has about a, a, a three and a half car garage but we could park six vehicles bumper to bumper on the driveway Okay, and we often do around the holidays, but the problem with it is everyone thinks that, you know, we're loaded because we live in California, but we're not. No, no. Yeah, they don't they don't get it. And, you know, it's like back in the early 90s, um, I was doing a lot of stuff with HUD Homes as a business. And uh, on a lot of these foreclosures, I would go in there. You know, that was shortly after, you know, the the early crash. I mean, it was way before 2008. So 1990. 1991 time frame so we were coming out of that earlier crash and dude there was houses that I would go into and that literally every single wall in a bedroom would have four to six and they would build like bunk beds like uh, like old school ship style where it wasn't like a big frame it was just attached to a wall and it was a sticking out rack maybe had like two feet of space just for the person to slide into. And there would be anywhere from four to six racks on every single wall. 
and then in some of the places that would have little out sheds and garden sheds and shit you would see bunk beds and shit like that in there and and that's how you know i mean i hate to say it sound like this but a lot of the immigrant families that used to come in and the houses that we used to work in you know their house is getting repoed but that's how everybody was driving an escalade or you know a mercedes or shit like that because you had literally 14 20 people in some of these houses i know no and, you're right and, and because they see the value of combining that income you know what i mean and you think about it you know you get a pair of you get two people they go out a standard mortgage anywhere from 1800 to 2900 dollars a month well you you know do the math how much they're saving by stuffing 20 people inside of a house yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean I mean, and it's then, a lot. Working for the cartel, smuggling drugs and, and human trafficking and all the other shit. Yeah. Anyway, look, uh, this was uh, just a preliminary. I'm probably going to post this when we're done and cut it up with the segments and add music and do all that. Um, you know, I got to get ready to go to work, but uh, I definitely think this is uh, the future for the Salty Rant. You know, I think it'll be a good avenue. Um, I'll do I'll do a little research into the multicasting because I used to do it. Uh, whenever I had my own podcast thing going on, I'd like to um, get uh, AVC on here so we can all, you know, do like a roundtable discussion and bring up many different topics. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got some pretty broad. I mean, really good knowledge base on a lot of things. A lot of people don't talk about, and and that's what I do like about ABC. I know he got a lot of bad rap. Topics people are afraid to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and then they used they used him being a friend of of uh, freaking uh, what was his name? That crazy son of a bitch. Rex Fredrickson, but where am I? Yeah, Fred. Yeah. Um, they kind of used him to kind of you know try and chop his knees out from underneath them, and it and it definitely did. It took a lot of wind out of the sails, and they made him sound like he was some sort of fucking pedo himself. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the case. Yeah, but you know, that's I mean, uh, Mary Jane Rotten Crotches and all the Discord bag of dicks and the Kool-Aid drinkers. The yeah, very well, same who I believe are we the people time wars. And they're trying to remove the salty rant because they're scared. The salty rant is picking up steam and gaining power. Yeah, well, keep rolling, brother. I mean, I know you and I don't agree on a lot of things, but there are a lot of things that we do agree on. So, I mean... And it's just, you know, people got to be men enough or lady enough or whatever it is you are these days to sit down and have a round round table about it. Because, you know, it's just like like I was always saying is a lot of these people, they that like we the people tyrant wars and and a lot of these people that you're fighting with, they supposedly started out to be like, you know, in their own little segment, they were going to expose all the bad people and the frauditors and all this other shit. And they literally have become the biggest, most fucked up gang of trolls on the internet there is. And they fuck with everybody nonstop. And it's just like, when is people going to have enough of these people? They're, they're not doing any good for anybody. You know what I mean? I agree with you, but uh, time is getting short. And I'm All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my outro. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the jury. I mean, I mean, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Everyone that uh, positively impacts the Salty Rant. My friends, my family, the Salty Swimmers and the Salty Army, and everyone who's joined the ranks of the Salty Rant. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
for better or for worse, in sickness and in health. Till death do us part. I'm always going to be your salty rant. Have a good night, everybody, and enjoy the recording. War Pig, we'll Peace. talk to you soon. Thanks Peace, for coming, brother. Up, buddy. Peace.